fridge guys plug my phones maybe they snag it what uh there it is there we go all right touchy cool we are starting this is episode 20 of fridge guys podcast um, hosted by myself, Dane. Um, we are live in the Man Cave Horror Studio Husker Recording Center at my house in my basement. And a uh, special episode, just like every single episode is special, because we're going to be drinking beer. That's right. And we're going to be talking beer. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've actually ever had three people in the Horror Man Cave Studio. So, I am uh, joined by Mitch. Hey, how you doing, Mitch? It's been hanging in there. It's been stressful, but good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm joined by Annie. Hello. How are you, Annie? I'm good, thanks. And Fidel. How you doing? Not too bad. Doing really well. And um, you guys collectively are Perfect Poor Studios? Yes. Yes. Yes and no. Um, uh, Jay Ferguson is also... Um, a, uh, a co-owner of Perfect Poor stu- Studios. We all work with with it. Shout out to Jay. Um, oh, I thought you said shut up, Jay. Jesus. <laughs> um, shut up, Jay. But yes, um, we are uh, three fourths of it. Started by Perfect Poor Magazine. Perfect Poor Magazine. Yeah. Perfect Poor Studios. And together. you guys are here because Capital City Oktoberfest is coming up. Correct. Damn right. And you guys are the uh, driving force behind this, correct? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, uh, Fridge Guys Podcast, this is just uh, something I just like to do in my free time. I invite people down here that have something cool going on with craft beer locally, and uh, I share beer with you. So we're going to crack open the first beer. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't, It just whatever I pull out, we're going to start with a <laughs> coconut migration this is a uh, a coconut um, double IPA. Interesting. It's oh. from uh, Single Speed and Pulpit Rock Brewing out of Iowa. Nice. This is from uh, one of the listeners, Iowa Dave. He sent this to me. So cool. Iowa Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thank Thanks, you, Dave. Iowa Dave. Yes. I, think I, I don't Appreciate think I've ever had a uh, a coconut IPA. I don't think I have either. Well, you're about to. Huh? The packaging just, looks nice. Just a 12-ounce can, so uh, we're not going to get a, too much of it, but we'll drink plenty of beers tonight. Good. What? Uh, I didn't even look at the ABV. Oops. What's the ABV in that oh, one there, um, It is clocks in at a solid 7.4. 7. 75 IBUs. <laughs> Brewed in Iowa. Yep. Collaboration. Pulpit Rock, uh, they're at uh, Decor, Iowa, and... Single speed is um, where's single speed at? It probably tells you on the can. Waterloo? Where's decor at? Waterloo. Yeah, water decor is up. It's pretty close to like Lacrosse, Wisconsin. It's where Toppling Goliath is at. Oh. So the people that yeah, another uh, Rockstar Brewery. Well, the pe- people that started Pulpit Rock, they actually left Toppling Toppling Goliath and started Pulpit ah, Rock. So I see. you hear a lot of that <laughs> cross pollination. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories like that here in Lincoln. That happens in a lot of industries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or they'll just, you know, there's been other people that have just started their own venture. Like Sam Riggins. I mean, well, he used to work for Nebraska Brewing Company. Yeah. Yep. He was um, a brewer there from 2010 to 14. Yeah. And then he just always wanted to do it, but it's just wait until the time was right. And then 
everything happened. And oh yeah, that's one of the best breweries in Lincoln for sure. All right, let's uh, let's kind of dive into you guys a little bit. Let's get to know you guys a little bit. Um, Mitch, what's your uh, background uh, in craft beer? Um, the, the magazine, really. Other than being a fan of it, it was it was. I have no experience brewing. By the time we started the magazine, I just was a fan. Um, not, I wasn't obsessed or anything. I was just getting into it and everything I. I drank i enjoyed more and more and then yeah that was in my my introduction to the actual industry was through the magazine doing you know interviews and meeting uh you know different business owners and and distributors and but before that i i mean i wasn't even a server just a, a consumer just a yeah citizen. consumer <laughs> an avid supporter sure yeah. you know annie what about you um i got into it purely by hobby uh just drinking it enjoying it trying it's a good way things. to start a hobby yeah um a lot of my friends would ask me for their recommendations long before i got into the local craft beer scene um and it started with empyrean crane river um actually started with so shock top i know that's kind of yeah, it's all right. enemy of craft now <laughs> but it um, was a homebrew contest. Spring Heat Spiced Wheat was what it was called when it was first introduced. So I found that. I can't remember what year it was. 2009 or 10 or something. Is it spicy? Is that what they call it? Spring Heat? No, it was exactly like it is. But it was way like better at the time. Lemon zest and mm. spices. And yeah. yeah. Wheat beer. Yep. And uh, it oh, won. Oh, spring wheat. I thought you said heat. Did you say wheat or heat? Spring wheat. <coughs> now I'm not even going to remember what Excuse it is. Excuse me. Spring heat spiced wheat, yeah, gotcha. but it wasn't spicy, but it was so good, and it won awards or sold so well that they just turned it into shock top, so then that was kind of my journey into craft beer, and then started working at Union Bank, Dustin Rutledge also worked there and mentioned the magazine in a UBT employee newsletter, and I emailed him right away and said, what is this? I need to know about this, because I like <laughs> writing. And I love beer. Oh, so, so you have a writing background outlet. then? Um, not professionally, just for fun. Sure. I've always wanted an outlet, so it was the perfect outlet. Well, I have a professional drinking background. So. <laughs> <laughs> Works well. Fidel, what about you? What uh, What's your kind of relationship with craft beer? I was like Mitch. I didn't have one until uh, until the magazine. Um, the way, uh, I mean, the, the most adventurous. I like trying new things anyways, um, but I really, craft beer was never on my radar. Uh, but if I go go to a place, um, you know, I'll try new foods, I'll try new drinks. Um, I like the experience of things. And um, Dustin Rut Rutledge and I uh, worked at the same place. Um, uh, we both have a graphic design background, and um, he was much more entrenched into craft beer, and he... Uh, and some friends of his were putting together a, a, a publication, and he knew that I had um, printing experience with my graphic design background, uh, you know, printing mat magazines and, and catalogs and such. And so uh, knowing my adventurous kind of streak, he brought me on, and then that's how I really got into craft beer. When we started this in, what was it, 2014 is when we really started meeting and going over. Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard of, I heard of Empyrean and that's it. 
I hadn't heard a zipline, I hadn't heard of anyone, and I, I wasn't going out of my way, it just wasn't in my world, but as soon as I got in, it was, it was definitely um, um, a, a learning experience. Well, I mean, you think about, you know, you guys, if you guys were really starting to meet to get this, ma- you know, Perfect Power Magazine going in 2014, I mean, Empyrean, Zipline was just just beginning. I mean, they were in their first, you know, infancy a year and a half or so, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think about all the breweries we have in town, I guess Blue Blood was around at that point in time. Modern Monks is around. Yeah. Blue Blood and then I think Plowshare had just started, too. They might have been a year. Yeah, our yeah. building right, right at yeah. that. They might right have been there. getting their, their brewery up. That was it. Getting started. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys were kind of at the ground floor of things, mm-hmm. um, and then boom—the explosion of craft beer in Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and and then not not only Lincoln, just everywhere. I mean, that, that was about the time you know when Scratch Town and Ord was getting going. Um, oh yeah, Caleb and Mike, those guys, uh, even. Uh, well, I guess maybe Thunderhead was probably. Oh, yeah. Th- Thunderhead was they around. Had yeah. been around. They had yeah. been around, and and Spilker down in in Cortland, yes. they had been around for a little while, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scratch Hunt was our first cover story when they had won mm-hmm. um, that award for their uh, Black, Black Eye Porter. Yeah, their first one. First yeah. of many. That was, I think it was their f- the, the gold. Yeah. 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 It's a great beer. They took it three years running now? Or was it two years gold and one bronze? I think well, I think they got a bronze in there. I, th- yeah. I think it was gold, gold, bronze. They might have just got a silver this last one for it, too. It's, it's consistently crazy. up there. Yeah. Because it's, it's consistently. It is. Mike does a good job with that beer. I love that place too. We always love going there. Oh yeah, it's it's a tiny little place right there on the town center square and. Scratch Town's kind of one of those places that uh, makes you fall in love with not only craft beer but the people, people. behind it. Yeah, for sure. That yeah. they're kind of the reason why not not them specifically, but just that spirit mm-hmm. is is why you want to, uh, why we wanted as a group to you know tell the story of the you know the brewers the people that drink it. Um, you know the house uh, Ord, as an example, supports a brewery that just on, you know, uh, it at face value. If you were just to say brewery in the middle of Nebraska, that would fail. You would say it would, but it supported, it supported heavily. Uh, yeah, heavily. They built a huge hotel there because yeah. of, of yeah. the, the cobblestone hotel was built pretty much because <laughs> yep. that brewery and yep. uh, well that's the thing it's a it's a symbiotic relationship the, ta- the scratch town supports the town and the town supports scratch town for sure well that's exciting i didn't know that you guys kind of got started right as the, the let's say the craft boom um right here in lincoln got started so mm-hmm. Um, I know. So, how long did you guys have the magazine like in publication for? Print. What do you say? January launch of January 16, sixteen to May of eighteen. Okay, mm-hmm. so the last uh, year or so, it's been an online Correct. only, pretty much. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. How's that been going? Slow. Yeah. 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 It's it's um it's been a challenge because we still have. Uh, this uh, the the people that joined us in the beginning most most of them are still involved. Thing is that uh, pe- people's lives become more uh, complicated. I mean, yeah. uh, when we started, uh, I think Dustin was the only one that was married. Um, there were no children involved, <laughs> and now there's kids Just everywhere. Pe- people married, part time jobs, th- two, three, four jobs. Three jobs. Some, sometimes everyone got a job 
in craft beer on yes. whether it's a tap room or a brewery um, in our group uh, where before they didn't have a connection. Really? Yeah, it was it was really cool. So um, and a lot of them still do, whether yeah. they're current or past. I mean, it's really spawned. Right. A lot of cool careers. I know, Anna, you worked at White Elm for a while, right? Yeah, year and a half. Yep. What about you, Fidel? Where were you? Um, so recently, I, uh, working at um, uh, Tuesday's Tap Room in, in Discount City. Oh, yeah. Part, part, part time. A little gem that you would never I, I think. Still, I still haven't even been in there. Dude, yeah, you got a pair. You have you well, I, I, I've been there, and I know that the pair is there, <laughs> but I have never been there since that uh, the tap room. Is and they always there. have a really good selection, like a surprisingly good selection. And, they do. And the challenge is getting the crowd in there to, you know, to experience, to experience well, and it. Just, like, to rem- like, I never, it just, I don't ever think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tucked away, yeah. even though it's in the yeah. middle of a busy intersection. They were our first feature when we went to... When when we went online, um, uh, they had just opened the the tap room. Maybe a it month. had been open oh, for maybe been? a year. No, maybe the crawlers crawlering might have been. Mm-hmm. I think that the tap be. room came after they would had that crawler. The tap machine. room, Possibly. the tap room is only maybe a year and a half. Maybe old. six months. Maybe then. yeah, I think so. But okay. it wasn't very long. But uh, yeah, so so that was our first online online venture there with them yeah angie really the owner of discount city really wants to get into craft beer and is super excited about the whole thing and she's so busy too Uh so we want to help support that and get people in there everyone's busy that's a common thread everyone's busy it's hard to get anything done (laughs) and then we go ahead and do an event like this because we're stupid Because we're stupid. But Mitch has been killing it with the entertainment blogs, though. He's been supporting the online uh, features and content Content. for a perfect pour with his connections in the music world, bands. He just took us to meet Foreigner last Thursday. Foreigner? Which was awesome. Holy moly. Yeah. They were were a big first entertainment article. Yeah. Pretty much a feature, really. That was a feature. Where was Foreigner at? Pershing. They opened for um, Def Leppard and After Night Ranger. Last Thursday, they were at Iowa State Fair. Oh, oh, that's where they were last Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Talk about random supporters. They they love us. I, I still can't believe that they. It's it's just so bizarre. They they were in town, and as we were planning on um, uh, organizing the magazine before we even had write, writers on, we were, Mitch was trying to think of how he can work the music angle because he has those connections. Um, and just whoever's in town, let's go talk to them. Just scatter shots. Someone will say yes. Someone has to say yes. Yeah, you guys they want some beer? To, we'll talk to you. And then they became good friends <laughs> of yours. Yeah. <laughs> just weirdly. We're hiking with them. <laughs> you hiked with foreigners? <laughs> yeah. They're... Uh, <laughs> uh they wear our shirts all over the world and so occasionally you'll see fan pictures with it it's like the bean greets and they'll have one of our shirts on it's like all right and then whenever they come around uh, around the area what usually like the tri-cities kansas city Mm -hmm. des moines council bluffs or council tucky however you want to say it um (laughs) they uh just reach out hey you know Bring some brews, bring some people. Yeah. Okay. And then it's not a hard sell to say, hey, do you want your beer with Foreigner? <laughs> and they're usually like, yeah, yeah, sweet. 
And then shout out to Cosmic Eye. That was the uh, big winner of this last trip. They loved, mm. what is thousand thousand truths? One thousand truths. Oh, yeah. Really I cool. saw you post a picture of thousand truths and like uh, uh, zipline bottles. Was some zipline, yeah. And, like yeah. and then their uh, black IPA from Cosmic Eye as well. Okay. So they're, they're they like both of them unanimously the top two. Nice. And didn't dislike a single one of them. Nice. Speaking of beer, let's uh, drink another one. I like that idea. I got a question. Shoot. How does one like look at a nest, <laughs> like a hornet's nest, and go, I want that in my basement? Yeah. And and first of all, was well, that on the not? ground? What no. do you mean, how do you not? That was hanging that in looks, the tree. That looks awesome. Yeah, but like, there's like that weird crossover. Like, what I want crossover? to hang that in my house versus well, not no, do that. Well, there's no hornets in it. Yeah, no, but, you know, at the time, I mean, I don't, I'm not hating. I'm trying to understand. It's, uh, it's been in my family for many years. It was actually my, my grandfather's. How does it still hold together? Yeah. It just looks so fragile, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Because when you think about those layers. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just paper. Yeah. There's lots and lots of uh, uh, wasp poop, mm. pretty much. But. You know, I also uh, have a background in wasp poop, pest control, and <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. So, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got so some stories. Yeah. Nah, well, there's, there's a beaver skin right there next to you. So, I don't know that a wasp nest is any worse than a deer head on a wall. At least it's intact. That's right. Well, I just want to know how it's been moved. You said it's your grandfather's. Yeah, like, well, it was hanging in as a stairwell. In as a, really? Yeah. Like oh, God. When you go down into the basement, it was hanging above your head there for as long as I can remember. And then when he was moving, um, he asked me if I wanted it, and I said I yes. So. I mean, for, oh, okay. for people listening, it's the size of a head. Yeah, a big head. Yeah, a big, big boy. Yeah, bigger it than kinda, my head. And honestly, you won't unsee this when I say it, it looks it's like, like Andre the Giant's It head. looks like a mummy screaming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see that now. Uh, it's one of those things where like that's <laughs> all I think of now when I see it. Good, you know, like when you see something else and they ruin it for you, yep. like the Colonel Sanders like <laughs> image. Yeah. It looks the like he has tiny his, legs and arms. Legs oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and now you can't unsee it. You're like, thanks. <laughs> what do we got here? It's uh, it's called talking. Talking. It's a sour IPA. Hmm. This one's uh, out of Colorado. I think maybe new image. Um, and I think this one's a collab too, 26th Street or something like that. New image. This is also from uh, listener James, Renegade James. Thanks, sent, James. Thank you, sent James. that to us to to try. Jay's gamer tag is Renegade's heads. I just put that out there. Now you can oh. friend him. What'd you say? <laughs> Jay's gamer tag is Renegade's heads. Oh yeah. On uh, this Xbox or uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Four. Okay. Maybe online too on on his PC. I'm not sure. He's gonna get thousands of requests now. I can't well, wait. They have to know how to spell it. <laughs> That's true. Z E D S. It's case sensitive. I don't even know anymore. But I see it every now and then when I'm on there. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about Oktoberfest. Yeah. Capital City Oktoberfest. This is the first first annual. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. If you, the first annual is not. I think it's just the inaugural. first inaugural. Yeah, inaugural. For, with <laughs> inaugural with plans to do it to keep it again. going. Yes. To do it next year. Yes. Awesome. But uh, so how did uh, how did this start? Like beer. I, well, I know beer and well. 
Like it, I know, like the German society in Omaha have like a huge one in Omaha every year, and it looks like it's so fun. I've never actually been yeah. able to go to it, but yeah, and That's that that is exactly this. why we're doing it uh, because you can't go to it specifically. <laughs> but no, we've um, uh, uh, Josh Fiedler, good friend friend of ours, also start started the magazine with us. He's been a, he's been a fridge guy too. Oh, has he? Yeah, good. Um, he uh, shows bottle opener. Oh yeah, the whale slayer. <laughs> he told me uh, three years ago to go to the German American Oktoberfest. It's it's the best one that you'll ever go to, and uh, um, I did. Uh, went with Dustin, and uh, it was a fantastic time. They have this like uh, German Amer- uh, Ger- German American Society beer hall. This uh, this uh, Bavarian style building and there's a balcony and uh, this uh, uh, polka band that's that's from i don't know if they're from minnesota i'm just going to pick a state i'm not sure but they're not from around here um they're great uh, playing off the balcony and everyone's dressed up and the food is fantastic they have another band in a in a tent out here and it's it's just great and the german beers it's a fantastic time you just lose yourself um, and that's the problem. You have to drive to Omaha, and you have to get a hotel because it's either that or you drive back drunk, and that's yeah. no one wants to do that. We do not. Uh, we do not. Uh, we don't want to do that. Nope. And uh, it's a planning. Yeah, and it's difficult to get to, like you said. And uh, Annie and I were able to go two years ago, um, and that was her first time there. But we weren't able to go last year. And it was kind of in my head before to go, why doesn't Lincoln have something like, like this? Not like that. Because there are other o- Oktoberfest events, but they're more in the style of a beer, beer fest, tents, yeah, goat. Like, there's a, like a little Oktoberfest like, uh, beer tasting at like Lancaster Event Center. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have that every once in a while. But uh, you guys are going to have like a full, like this is going to be Steins. This yeah. isn't going to be two, three it was, fours. Right. It was inspired directly from the Omaha um, Oktoberfest uh, to the point that, I mean, it was when we started plant planning it, it was just structured exactly the way that we experienced it. Bring your Stein, uh, ticket system to get your beers and food, whatever, and, uh, you know, bands, food, uh, music. Um, and uh, the only thing we don't have is a Bavarian beer hall. But it since developed um, to the point that we even reached out to uh, the the German American Society in Omaha and said, "Hey, this is what we're thinking of doing. Um, what do you suggest? What are some tips? What do you?" And they were beyond gracious, mm-hmm. give, give, giving us advice Super how to do this, and very excited that this is not a like. A beer fest style, but more in the spirit of trying to do it uh, like the culturally yeah. as best as Lincoln can. We don't have a German American society, but we can at least try and do the best that that Lincoln can 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 do. So um, I'm guessing it's not like competing date. It's not the same. No, date we as the made. Ones. I wanted to make sure. I actually wanted to do a date beyond them, or sorry, after theirs. So I. I I didn't want it to look like we were, you know, trying stomp, stomping on them or anything, but we had to choose uh, uh, September seventh and eighth because of it's an away game, 
<laughs> that's what you have to consider. Yeah. And by the time October comes around, people will probably be. Yeah, you can't do it too early, and they can't do it too late. October festival. Yeah. It's too cold. August first, you know, Oktoberfest beers are already right. on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we have had some some uh, feedback that our Oktoberfest is in September. <laughs> yes. Several times. Uh, that is and, and Fidel, would you educate uh, people on the tradition of Oktoberfest? The, the tradition. So, um, from what I can remember, because uh, I did look this up many beers it ago, started in October, but then it was yes, it was originally it a wedding for a German uh, prince and uh, well, his his wife, the girlfriend, princess. princess. I suppose. Um, I don't know their actual <laughs> aristocratic titles, but he mattered. And they were so much that they did this giant festival that lasted weeks. 16 to 18 days. Yes, for the first one. Right, right. But then, and it, and it mostly centered around agriculture and horses and, and things like that. Um, and it was in October. Well, they decided to do it again the next year, and then it became an annual thing to celebrate this, this marriage. Um, uh, but then as in, this was like 18, 1830s, twenties, no, 1811, it was 1811. And then 1812, they, they did the replication, the redo. Anyways, beer was more heavily in, uh, in, involved around the 1890s. Uh, but before then it got moved back to September because it was just taking too long and it was getting too cold. So they wanted to, to, uh. To bump it up to get nicer weather, so Oktoberfest is in September. That's where it's been ever since. There you have it. Yeah, I, I've always known that Oktoberfest is supposed to be before October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it leads up to October. Yeah, it's like I mean, to get the question. Mm-hmm. And now we have answered it. We yes. do. So stop. It's history. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we also have to rearrange according to Husker football. Football, yeah. Which? Other important Oktoberfests. Mm-hmm. We will be showing the game. Yes. Exactly. So now you really don't have a reason to not It's an away exactly. game, and you guys have like a 12-foot by 6-foot uh, LED, LED wall. LED wall. wall. Yeah. It's fantastic. I know. That's a, what's that? That's a 2.30 game, I think. Yes. 2.30. It's 2:30. the uh, Colorado away game. Mm-hmm. So going to be an exciting game especially yeah. given the history right. so it's not just a Husker game it also happens to be a s- subjectable rivalry game yeah. and then we've so. got less talk more polka playing from one to three so there'll be a great introduction get mm-hmm. everybody pumped up for the game and then uh bulls and beer band will come on from Ooh. five to nine so it's a good band whether yeah. we win or lose it'll Not all be liner. Where's where's the Castilian booze? Exactly. That's right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> looks like beet juice. Yes, uh, we opened up a no, new crowler here. This is from Eighth State Brewing uh, in South Carolina. This is a double double fruited sour. Um, I think it's called Transparent, which it is definitely not it a transparent uh, beer. I like the label. It's very eighties. Yes, it's I one of those care labels where it's the whole thing's just. A mural. Yeah, I've been admiring the labels. They're all really my, nice. mine. Mine looks like I just juiced into yeah. a glass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it's it's pulpy. I have it's I like, have literal pulp on yeah. the side of the glass, and there's definitely stuff floating around in it. Nice. You know. Oh my god. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> it smells amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah. 
does look like it's going to be jelly soon. This is a crowler, so this is 32 ounce. Um, So we get we get Uh, much bigger pours of this one. I don't know what kind of fruits in this one though. This is uh, from a a friend, BJ in South Carolina. He sent that over to us. So it's almost raspberry. Tell me about that process. How do people find you and send you beer? Well, holy mackerel. That is it's a tart. Smells delicious. Yeah. Lip puckering. Um, so I've been, uh, you know, I've been doing this podcast. Well, it's only, only been 20 episodes, but. Uh, yeah, but now you're getting beer delivered to you. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So uh, my friends at uh, Three Beers Later, that's where I host my podcast at. And they've been doing their podcast like 90 episodes or something like that. So nice. they've, they've had a, you know, a, a listener base and. Uh, um, I I was a guest on theirs a couple different times just because you know I am very big into craft beer whether it's our local craft beer scene or just beer all over the country and um, go to releases all the time and and do that kind of stuff and um, I make a lot of friends across the country and um, you know from time to time they will uh, they'll say hey they need to try this beer so they'll it up and ship it on over to me that's awesome cool i've seen you at white element the releases with like stacks of (laughs) six packs and crawlers you missed missed out uh, on saturday i know barely yeah we had to go to o'neill for a family reunion so irish capital No beer, no beer there for us no for us that day nope (laughs) that's fantastic do you have any german inside you um, yeah, I'm a little. I'm part German. Uh, I can't tell you how. I've never done a 23andMe or anything, but <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I'm part German. We don't want too much. Just want to spit in something, send it someplace. You've done far grosser things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, no, I mean, that's, he's not is, wrong. This is disgusting with information. He's <laughs> 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 not wrong. You're just being stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you got a little and bit of pulp there too. A little bit. What are they going to steal? As much as they don't want these jeans. That's yeah. good beer. That's very good. I've uh, he sent me a couple different crawlers from this place, and everything. Their flavors are amazing on these beers. I mean, I don't know if you can really call this a beer, but it's right. more like sour fruit juice. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's good. Reminds me of a little bit like a boiler mosagoza, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Looks like you can tug, like conducted an experiment. Yeah, I'm that's what the glass looks like. Gonna have to rinse mm-hmm. this out and then drink it. You ever had fruit beers from New Glarus? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, uh, we've had some on the podcast before. We, I think we did a Belgian Red a while back. Um, stra, stra, oh, strawberry rhubarb is one of my favorites. Mm. That one's good. Serendipity is good too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're all tasty. I like. I pretty much enjoy all beer. It doesn't matter, you know, what kind of style it is. I can I can enjoy it. So crazy beers like this that are brand new that you know it seems like lots of people are trying to mimic different places that are doing these things to, you know, a sour IPA that wasn't a thing two and a half years ago. No. People just started doing sour IPAs. Coconut IPA, I mean, that's kind of like a, I think it's it was supposed to be kind of like a coconut milkshake. It might have been a little too old, possibly. Wasn't it cucumber last year or a few years ago? 
and hazy IPA. IPA. Not cute, but just cute cucumber. Oh, oh yeah, they used cucumber and some stuff last year. Yeah. I totally expect that coconut migration to be a stout, just based on the label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes like when you poured it, it was like cognitive <laughs> dissonance. I can't. It was upsetting. I don't know. <laughs> it's like when you go to when you reach for it, your drink upset. of yeah, coke and then you grab no, someone's tea. You're like, coke. this is. When I go Shit. to grab an unsweet tea and it's sweet tea, that's mm. disturbing. You're not a sweet tea fan? No. Oh, I like no. sweet tea. That's why house parties are dangerous. <laughs> Put your beer down. You don't yeah. know which red, one you grab when you pick it back up. Red cups everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> some gross stories there. Some Sharpies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, uh, I had someone, I had, like I made them do it, but I was at a party and someone, this is at SCSU at South Dakota State, and someone picked up. Uh, a bottle and they drank it. It was someone's chew. Yeah. Happened. It happened. That's probably happened a lot. Yeah, yeah it happened. Uh, a lot. And it's always in a Mr. Pitts. I think, yeah, I did it. I had a cigarette one. Ugh. And it was in beer. Like, it was the whole thing was still <laughs> full of beer. Yeah, it was gross. Yuck. Yeah. It wasn't fun. Rude. I yeah. didn't know if, like, people like that like to smoke would like that. No. 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 Unless they I think it'd be the strange addiction. There's that one lady <laughs> chewing tobacco to beer. Cigarette ashes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh god. And the <laughs> woman that wants to eat her husband's it. ashes. Yes. That one's crazy. Yeah. My like fa- fun dip. So My favorite <laughs> one is the lady that likes <laughs> to eat dip. her mattress. Yeah, yeah um, that was that one. <laughs> the, uh, 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 couch foam yeah. pizza foam yeah, couch. You know, <laughs> even if it's fake, and I'm not, and I I know these exist, but say some of these it's it's such a great. Whoever came up with them is great. <laughs> How do you discover that that's appealing to you? How do you recruit? And like, what? Where's your limit? What? What line do you draw? What line? <laughs> oh, the addiction? guy that has sex with his car. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they didn't. Is that that wasn't. Li- no, they had that too. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, what too. do you? If you do like that taboo show, then it can get a little bit, a little bit more loose than like the just my strange addiction, because it's just it's taboo. So they, you know, but yeah. But that those sessions would be fun. But those are the those are the Do you best. Get tape sent in. You should get oh some God, my strange imagine. addiction podcast. I fell on my skateboard, and then well, I couldn't stop eating other, shark. That that's a whole other thing. A- Annie and I uh, watch uh, my six hundred pound life. Confessions. Oh, um, oh yeah, confessions. Shit, everyone does it. There's nothing professional <laughs> about it. Uh, it's openly admitted. It's a f- it's it's an infuriating show. Probably less infuriating than hoarders, but. It's yeah, yeah. and we always Hard eat it sitting on the couch Ooh. eating something. Yeah. <laughs> always and it doesn't and and we know what we're Excuse doing. Me. We're like, but we're we're fine. <laughs> it it kind of fuels my desires to be a counselor because I, f- I feel like I know what I would say oh, to them mm-hmm. or I like could, how I can help. I cannot be on those shows. Like, <laughs> clean your shit up. Oh, yeah. that's all I want to say. I yell it at the TV all Just the time. Nope. Oh yeah. We do. We get really mm-hmm. mad. They that's what's entertaining about especially it. Especially one of the last ones we saw. She was, she, uh, of course, it's it's the same uh, line. My back hurts, my legs hurt. Of course it does, but I'm in pain. Okay, but then sneaking stuff and getting mad that people are helping her. It's like, uh, okay, I don't know what you want. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? It's sad when the cheeseburger, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the therapist, is like talking <laughs> to them one. like they're children. What? What is yeah. this? Like you know, it's gonna be a bad thing if you keep doing that. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, how they haven't gotten punched in the face some of these times. They need someone like yeah. Caesar Milan to kind of like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <to> <laughs> 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 just like picking up her her 
Is that still Crossword a show? Puzzle. Is, that, is that still a show? Yeah. Like, like with new episodes? Maybe. But then I feel like there how was many, also like a scam with him at some point. How many dogs can you like make shush. behave and still shush. make How many dogs can you shush? Can you shush? <laughs> the dog shusher. It's a weird world record. <laughs> 35. Caesar's like, I got that. I got that shit. He's got them all lined up. He just he just machine gun shushes, shushes them, them down the line. <laughs> that might be my, like the best phrase. The he just machine gun shushes them. Guy from Guinness is at the end of the line with his stopwatch. He's wearing a bowler hat for some reason. <laughs> Record. Everybody, shh. Oh, that doesn't count. Oh, man. I don't know how we got here. Yeah, that's, that's it just happened. It's fine. It's our relationship, you know? You just drink beer and you talk. That's pretty much what we do down here. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really hope I have that dream tonight. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, ready? <laughs> Go. And then he's like, <laughs> It's gonna your the way you're gonna fall asleep is it's, there's gonna be a fence there's gonna be a fence a dog jumping over it and then C- Caesar just comes up goes shush for each one shush and he's gonna shush me I'll probably be like yelling mm-hmm. and then he'll come up just, and then I'll do it again and he'll really you know snap at me I'm sorry well that's that's what those therapists need to do they just need to act like him shush the shit out of him yeah. <laughs> it's powerful. All right, so we're backtracking here to uh, Capital City Oktoberfest uh, coming just in a couple weeks. What are we? Three uh, weeks. 11, yeah. 18, 12, days. 18 days. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Less than 20 days out. Yeah, it's so exciting. We've uh, Two day event. Yes. Correct. Again, uh, we uh, based it off of. Uh, the template we just so live, lifted it off of two. Omaha, and then no one corrected it. So it's going to be two days. I said Omaha does it's two days. Yeah, yeah it's two. Friday, Friday and Saturday. And Saturday yeah. We wanted to do Friday and Saturday as well, uh, but um, our original lo- location uh, was a business on Friday, so we had to shift it down. And then when that fell through, and then we moved over to the Gateway Mall, we just inherited that that schedule sure so um, and this is gonna be the north parking lot of the old Sears yes. correct yes yes a lot of a lot of parking lot space there yeah. yes big space which is which is nice uh, it'll be a much um, it's 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 a much more flexible v- venue just based on its size and the fact that it's a private uh, so you can business. Burp, you can burp into the mic. It's okay. Oh, but then I get to look like it's some crime I committed. <laughs> it it's like no, I. It's, it's not. A, it's not a crime. It's a moral crime. It's just crime. not. It's <laughs> like a ghost burp. What you're doing right now. Yeah, it's, it's almost worse. Man, I'm screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, get gassy, man. That's all right. Um, that's just just to shame myself. Just burp. I'll burp. Um, like, how dare I? But yeah, no. Uh, because it's at the Gateway Mall and it's pri- private property, it actually. Um, made uh, uh, made, it easier. made the process a lot easier. It streamlined it because being public property, you have to deal with a lot of loop uh, um, extra city requirements. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, go for it. That is jelly. Yeah, it really is. Like this toast. is what it, it, this is what it yeah. tastes like jelly to me. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just that's no, the that if up, jelly was a that beer. Was upsetting. <laughs> We're if not this, in your head. If this was your, you didn't need a point. <laughs> no, if this was your podcast, I would say <laughs> what's in my head, but I'm not going to do that. Here. And I would burp yeah. extremely loudly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's why Jay stopped I doing was his. Just silent on their podcast. 
yeah. on Mitch's podcast. Sometimes <laughs> when people hang out with me, they just. Did you have a podcast, Mitch? Did. Did. Yeah. What podcast was that? Well, we had two. We had Perfect Poor Magazine. We were going to try it. We kind of tried an episode here. that We didn't mm-hmm. end up releasing anything, but we just did it for fun. Yeah. And then we just had other things that we needed to work on and, and just kind of put it on the back burner. And people are killing it right now. I mean, here in Lincoln. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, like the Beer 30 podcast, mm-hmm. they do that extremely well. And it's just like, man, we couldn't have done that when we were doing it. <laughs> Yeah, so had, those guys have been great. I had, great. I had Grady on right when he got started. Nice. I think he had three or four episodes out when I had Grady on. Cool. And then I had Charlie and Vince on after him. Well, I was on Beer 30, and then Charlie. I was talking to Charlie and Vince, what they're doing with Basement Creators Network is just, like, amazing and awesome, and why doesn't everybody, like, watch this and subscribe to it? And it's... Yeah. <laughs> The stuff that they're doing with that local music is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I had them on, and yeah, like I kept saying, like I need a producer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Grady hasn't made over he there. He does. It's That's really a it's a it's, it's a, well done. It's a machine. Yeah. They, it's just they, small. They, they're yeah. wanting to if they can figure it out, uh, do a live podcast at Oktoberfest. That'll be easy. Right. That'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. That'd, That'd be really, really cool. cool. The yeah. other one was so Jay who. Uh, we've been talking about um, I grew up with him and he's always loved video games and I'm not talking like your average kid loving video games like he obsesses over the art he obsesses over the mechanics behind it how you problem solve why you're doing it I mean he's um, he's so he's not just good at games I mean he really understands that whole art form and I don't know I think he always wanted to create his own thing and um, being huge in a craft beer, especially with the magazine, he's like, "Well, you know, what if we did something like video games?" And, and then, kind of went from there. And it started as uh, uh, he he came up with a series called the the Crafty Gamer. And so every episode was a different beer and a different game. Um, kind of, and then it was not really about the gameplay so much. It was just us playing it for the first time. Maybe sober, maybe not. Um, well, it was never sober. Never sober. No. And and then it kind of spun off into a podcast. Yeah. As well. He needs to he, he needs to get back into that. Cause, yeah. Because that, that was good. good and it was fun. It was really fun. <sighs> People yeah. still ask about it, and I don't remember. I think we had like ten or eleven episodes. We had about like yeah. Fidel's been on. Any did you go on that mm-hmm. one? I haven't been on that one. You know, Matt from Happy Raven's been on. We've had one of our writers, Aaron, was on. Um, we just the podcast the just the um recorded episodes audibly were more of just kind of random back and forth conversation talking about kind of the video game industry and then also the what's going on in the beer scene and then random garble sure <clears throat> but the video one um was its own thing and it I, jay, jay got a green screen he got studio lighting yeah he he knew how to do it all and it just it really made him special and um yeah, that needs to happen. Just for him too, it needs to happen because yeah. he was good at it. He did a. Uh, he's a, an illustrator. He, you know, he's an incredibly talented artist. Um, and he had a piece that he did in the magazine just on beer label art. Excuse me. Speaking of the, some of the ones that we had here, and he'd uh-huh. pick some out and write about them. And then he had another uh, article on glassware. It was ongoing, and he's good at that. Thing. He's good at producing stuff. 
and uh, yeah that's one reason that um when we decided so the reason why we even just decided to do per perfect poor studios was to help fund the magazine uh it was fu funded with advertising and then whatever we were short short on we would just pay well that and people kept telling us that yeah this is the best work we've ever had done for an advertisement shout out to fidel for sure i mean it's just and dustin and dustin dustin and fidel it's like they killed they made people that spent way too much money for mediocre work sometimes look like they spent tons i mean it just we we, we the, did what we did with the magazine the goal is to look bigger than what we really were yeah, yeah. We look professional mm -hmm. um and so we we thought well maybe we can dustin has a gra graphic design background i have a graphic design background jay jay's an illustrator so we uh f f figured we could do something with that and and make some money doing beer labels ads and whatever but we just had to uh um uh, move the magazine on online regardless it was, it was just pay paper was becoming far too expensive it was it, it, it just wasn't sustainable so and then we said well let's just keep keep doing this and so we you know with 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 our combined talents we started this and it, uh our first gig was the blue blue blood labels yeah that's i had ralph and, and brian on uh well, about two weeks before they actually closed up shop yeah. but oh, man. Uh, oh. ralph ralph was uh was was talking about how you guys he gave a big shout out to you guys mm -hmm. how you guys nice. are doing their labels and yeah they're they're when you guys started doing their labels, you could really tell, like, from where they were to boom, where they're going and what their <coughs> yeah what their and hope was and yeah, that was great. Just 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 collaborating with those guys and and um, it was exciting to see the the results. I mean, it was it was you know moving a lot of pro product form, particularly um, out of state. Yeah, yeah, like, like in Chicago and setting Arizona. you know new yeah. records from what we were hearing so yeah so yeah it's 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 just a damn damn shame that that they had to go under like like that but but regardless that's where we got really started and then from from there we we've, we've had you know um other other uh gigs that beyond beer so so, so it's great and and uh, jay you know has his hand hand in it like i said he's a co co-owner with with me so 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 it's good i mean It'll be tough to have him go back and do that podcast as busy as as we are with, with, with all that, but still. Well, even if it wasn't as often. Yeah. You know, it was just a fun... <clears throat> Jay got really creative with graphics and animations. Mm -hmm. um, did a great job. Found a really cool voiceover dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. I should tell it. You should tell that story. Yeah, yeah go ahead. We yeah. like to hear stories. I'm the king of random and making people feel uncomfortable so i'm not you know mm. i'm not uncomfortable you can talk to <laughs> anyone i think you make people feel comfortable <sighs> i don't know see the Although looks I'm, people give until, me i'm feeling like we're gonna you. drink a stout next you guys down yes the yeah. yeah at the rate That's this conversation's perfect. going especially what does that mean I, that I, who knows what i'm gonna say really <laughs> okay well so it's like well i might need that extra abv why Anxiety as restraint or as a <laughs> as a push restraint. That's not how that works. You know. That. I know. <laughs> um, I was working on the set for the Nutcracker at the Lead Center, and I went to lunch at Chipotle downtown. Now, about that time, do you remember when uh, the dude who did all the voiceover for the stadium got fired and arrested for? Yeah embezzling money because 
I guess that would happen. But he had an incredible voice, you know. Yeah. Well, he went, you know, he was arrested. They replaced him with uh, what I had heard was this, uh, a younger guy. <clears throat> younger guy. <clears throat> sorry. Younger guy. College age, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, like, just out of college. And this kid starts talking to me. And I thought that was it. You know, he's a young guy. And he's talking about this car that's outside. And, I'd, like, I just blacked. Like, I don't know what he was saying. I just, like, this is the guy. Like, how do you have... <laughs> how do you have that voice? And <clears throat> he just kept... He kept talking, and then the record stopped when he said he worked for the legislature. He worked in the in the legislature uh, for a senator. And I was like, why, dude? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, what What do you mean? And I was like, are you not hearing what I'm hearing? I, were you I, standing right next to him? No, I'm sitting line? right next to him. Sitting right yeah, we're sitting down, and, and he started. I like to picture this. And I just looked at him like he had, you know, <laughs> like crap on his face. And he's just like, what? Like, what? I said, you you should be doing commercials you should be doing all kinds of things like any any kind of random uh vo work and he's like you know i don't know i mean it's like has anybody ever told you this before like i can't be and he's like oh someone told me you know come mm-hmm. and and come to find out he's he was homeschooled his whole life except for college um i think he went to college in michigan and moved back big family um just one of the most honest people I think I've ever met in my life. He's a Boy Scout. He's a proper Boy Scout. He is, yeah, he's just an incredible dude. Uh, after my grandma passed, we had a, um, well, I guess before that part, <clears throat> I just, I said, well, do you want to work together? And, uh, you know, he agreed, and I was like, I get it. You know, it's some random guy in a Chipotle, like, asking, hey, come over. Yeah. I want to record your voice. <laughs> And so then he texted me a few days later. He's like, hey, can we go out to dinner first? And I, I took that more humorously than his concern because I knew, you That's know, it's just good. like not every day. So we had, we had know you yeah, we had dinner. <laughs> and uh, then we started working together. And it was like right up front. I said, it's going to take about a year because he's never really read, uh, read a script before. He didn't know how to. And I said, but then, you know, we'll get your voice out there through that yet that year and then people will start to bite and we worked together for a year and right at the end of that year is when um we started teasing some ideas with blue blood as well and 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 some other people and uh and he's just like i, I think i'm gonna move to alaska i don't know change the scenery so I, he's gone so he moved yeah nobody's moving back i get him, I get him back. back well you can have a voice anywhere man yeah but you know he needs somebody to like coach him kind of at least for a while i mean he's um he can do stuff on his own but he needs to be produced does that make sense it's like having a you could be his agent yeah i could i know where i know exactly where i mean the opportunities are for him but that's the thing that's why he hasn't even considered to do anything with his voice if you're told you have a good voice great what do i where do i go yeah where do i Mm -hmm. just talk to people until i run into someone (laughs) which is kind of what happened Mm -hmm. but um yeah you have the connection so you know working together you guys can do do something he can get big and then leave you his (laughs) career is i'm like i found him i created him (laughs) i created him (laughs) he uh your frank we went to a show at, at the arena i think it was like cirque du soleil I was working for a nonprofit and we got a bunch of free tickets. And he he's such an interesting character. What he'll do is he'll if he sees something about some somebody that he likes like far away he, he just turns and, and approaches them and is just like, "Hey, that's a really cool shirt." And he and he just 
and and it could be across the you just all he'll disappear and then you'll see him talking to mm-hmm. somebody and be like oh did you know that you know no i just saw his shoelaces <laughs> like uh, and he, he's honest he, i mean he's genuine it's just nothing i mean he wants to let the person know that they got the, you know some cool stuff on or, you know he's very um yeah but <clears throat> so he did uh for the episodes that are online of the crafty gamer um he did the voiceover stuff for that and then other things did the capital city cigar lounge add too didn't he yeah he yeah tried to i mean i don't think we ever really struck a deal with those guys so it was just a concept oh okay yeah it's like i swear i heard it on the radio but that was just maybe you texting it to us no if so then somebody owes me some kind of money and (laughs) alex's voice money it was just your text so i maybe maybe i said that wrong but yeah that's a random story yeah Alex, the voice guy. Yeah, man. Alex. He's coming back. Coming back. I think uh, fishing, doing, uh, you know, He's I don't know. Fishing in Alaska? Yeah. As a job. It's but it was rough. Like, it was rough. Yeah, it was a. He's on a fishing like boat. On a fishing boat. He wasn't yeah. crab. He wasn't crabbing, but man. Paid good money, but it's rough. I had a friend do, <laughs> do that. I don't know what he was fi- fishing, but he was on one of those boats, did it for a summer, um, and he came back with. I don't know if it was ten thousand dollars. This was two thousand two or so. Uh, but he said it's, it's, only a it's weeks. every day. Uh, he he was there. I think he was there for two months. Jeez, it's like twenty three like, hours a day. You don't. You're just. You go there. You leave. You're in a boat with a bunch of animals. Like they're professional. They're hard people, and they sleep two hours, and you're out there doing doing all this stuff. And it's 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 a difficult job you see i remember he told me that he saw one boat capsize another fishing boat doing doing the doing the same thing and they tried to help him they got caught caught up in a storm they died shit the shit that he has to deal with that's what it is it's a hard life that's why we're drinking beer in the basement (laughs) yep very easy lives yeah that sounds yeah i i look up to people to do those kinds of jobs i mean that's just like it's another kind of human mm-hmm. and there's some guys that you know that's that's all they do and they do it year after year and it's like doing it for one season is you got to have something and then if you keep coming back and it's not guaranteed no it's based on what you catch it's not you, yeah. you don't sign up and you have a salary right and you just you know and you every wave in. is different no. so you might die every single time you go out that's True. not that's not a joke. Or come out. back severely crippled because like one of those hooks comes in or you know, it's just or <clears throat> get knocked off the boat or drugged down. I mean that mm-hmm. stuff happens and I think he I don't know, he hasn't told me yet. Um really. He he's just really hinted at like, Well, I'm just ready to come back to Lincoln and it's like get your ass handed to you <laughs> like how bad is he like a vet that doesn't want to talk about what happened <laughs> dude it's coming across like that and he uh he's probably got a real gravelly voice mm-hmm. now yeah you know, yeah he yeah. lost his voice he's waddling <laughs> it's, the whole time squeaky it's high and embarrassing <laughs> and you, you have no use for him he's uh and it's just like i just and it the, the personality types that have gone on the boat compared to him i mean he's very 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 um mm-hmm. reserved and just clean you know i couldn't get i couldn't pay him to say damn to save my life yeah he's just an honest i mean he's writing a script so throw <laughs> yourself onto a fishing boat with guys that you know 
who can't who knew who knows where they come from they've yeah. <laughs> oh shucks this hook went through my hand yeah <laughs> uh, man Jeez, guys you know. can you help me out oh, yeah God. i've only met him once but i cannot imagine him Good for him though. I admire that. That's, that's awesome. not. That's. And he, I'm not doing it. He just had an idea and he went. And he was like, I just. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, good for him. And it was sudden. I was like, Did you? Is this like something that's been? You know. I was like, What are you doing? You know, like, did your boys. <laughs> and and I said, All right, man. And I was like, As long as you know. That attitude is gonna earn <clears throat> earn him a very interesting life. Well, so I'll, the story that I started to mention was that my grandma's memorial service. My mom had said something like, uh, like oh, I don't know, like one of my tires is low. <clears throat> Alex disappeared. Where'd he go? He was out in the parking lot, hand pumping my mom's tire. Where'd he get the pump? Yeah. He had it in his car. Doesn't matter. The kid is just, he's a good person. And it's just, and he's, and he's not trying to impress anybody. He's just being honest. 100%. He's a good soul. Well, hopefully Alex listens to this. Yeah. Good job, Alex. I'll have to tag him in it. Yeah. Good influence, Alex. The voice. I think he's in my phone. Is that? That's right. That's the when he gets back, maybe he can do some voiceover for guy work. Yeah. He he did the widest rap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I still it's like three minutes long and I can't get through it. And I told him I was like, "This is the like, <sighs> this is past bleach white man. This is <laughs> it's comical. It's like like if you if think of like the crazy stadium announcers that you hear." Or like the movie trailer guys. Now, if, if that voice were to rap over an Eminem beat, <clears throat> except, and and he had fun with it, but man, it's yeah, it's a rough listen. <laughs> and it's I have to, yeah, I'll have to show you guys sometime because it's great, but it's hard, it's hard. So he has fun. I mean, he has a lot of fun. All right. It's a good well, story. yes, very good story, Alex. We're. We're very excited to hear your voice when you get back to Lincoln. Yeah, man. He's coming to Oktoberfest. Good. Oh. I'm going to try to get him to do him. an online ad for us. Yeah. To just say even just the title. It doesn't oh, even. He should, he should announce all the bands and all the. 100%. Everything. He would. He would. For free ticket, 100%. Yeah. Would he? Yeah. Okay. I guarantee. I'd actually pay for that ticket for him. I was going to say. Oh, he would love we'd it. We'd give it Fear to him for sure. He would look. Because he, he also does karaoke. And it's like. He's not bad, but it's like Speech. if you hear a stadium announcers sing that doesn't like that's not their job like you just you're so used to hearing them talk and then yeah. all of a sudden mm-hmm. so it's a it's a it's it's not it's hard to explain it's not really weird it's just like an interesting voice you your voice is very, you know but um yeah long story short you should have him do something for you Come that's to all I'm saying City, right. Fest to hear yeah. Alex's voice. It's like random statements yeah, October seventh and eighth at uh, the Gateway. September. Yeah, you September can go yep. to CapitalCityOctoberfest.com. dot uh, com. We're selling the tickets now for seven dollars. Uh, right? Pre-sale for seven, ten at the gate, uh, and and currently we have packs where you can get with your admission. You can get a mug, you can get a shirt, you can get all three um, at at a disc, disc discount now. So yeah, go check check that out. It's it's the best deal. Yep. Competitions. You can bring your own Stein. Yeah, bring your own Stein. 
Bring your so own German that carb. That was one thing I was wondering about, bring your own stein. Like, I can bring any size any stein. stein. Yeah, so you can bring any size stein you want. Um, typically, they're going to be a half or one liter, so those mm-hmm. are the pours that we're going to have. You can have a full liter and just want a half pour, and that's it. So okay. it'll be $6 for a half pour, 11 for a for a, a, a liter. full liter. Yeah. Yep. And then the food is going to be... Um, uh, provided by single barrel they created uh, their own custom german menu uh so you know we'll have brats and spetzla and sauerkraut and pretzels and hot dogs and uh, and chips for the kids um so yeah all that stuff is on the website so go check check that out it's got all the pr- prices i think the most expensive meal is is the brat bratwurst plate and that's like seven bucks $7. i think it's seven, yeah. seven bucks mm-hmm. so yeah. We have <coughs> uh, uh, nine local uh, company l- breweries and cideries. Not nine each, but a yeah, good mix. Each, each one's gonna have mm-hmm. a, have a different uh, <coughs> a different brew on tap, right? That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like Zipline's gonna have their Fest beer. Right. Uh, Cosmic Eye's gonna have Gaze of the Basilisk, their Schwartz beer. Uh, what's uh, White Elm? White Elm will have the Zwickel Hellas. Yes, the Hellas Lager. Yep. And then uh, both of the cider, like Glacial Till and Sorrow Cider, right? Mm-hmm. Sarah, Sarah will, will, will yeah. have two. Yeah, we've got the uh, Arden and a the Nebraska something forest. juiced Halsey That's Forest. That's right. Halsey Forest, called. yes. So Nebra- 100% Nebraska juice. Ooh. So we've got apples from Nebraska. Uh, yeah, two kegs of each of that, and then the traditional cider from Glacial Till. And then who else? We have uh, Green Five. Flash is going to their Doppel. Yes. 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 Doppelbach five one six eight has an Oktoberfest style code. We'll have a new Oktoberfest style. Ooh. That's the first time Matt's done that too, so we're excited. Uh, to I'm try excited that. for that because yeah. Matt does amazing like multi style beers, so yeah. I'm sure cool. it's going to be really yeah. good. Um, Backswing will have the Citra Kolsch. Okay. Easy drinking. A little bit lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's. And, and then, of course, the Polliner and Hacker Shore yeah. German imports. The German imports. Yep. That's going to be a good time. Yeah. I'm going to drink a lot of beer that yes. day, that, those days. We've got games. We've got some Bago, Giant Jenga. We'll have some kids' activities. Mm-hmm. Um, we said earlier the football game will be on. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. Kind of one of the bigger underlying themes of this is supporting local business, too. Yes. Um the reason that we started the magazine, the reason that they started Perfect Poor Studios is to really put out something of quality for all these local guys, you know, whether it's uh, design work and branding a marketing campaign or if it's an article that we can do to help talk about a business. We wanted to have that as our spin on this event is, is to kind of, in a very tasteful way, get local businesses involved. So everybody that's involved is of <coughs> the industry in some way. Or will be soon. Um, Southeast Community College, for example, those guys, um, I think they did or they'll be getting their liquor license soon for their restaurant. They got it. Um, You know, they're a part of this. I think they're doing a mustard demonstration. Um, That's right. You know, so it's good for their program. 
um, get some students involved in some promotion. And the Lincoln Loggers you have involved mm-hmm. yes. as well, right? Very exciting. We finally, them. after a couple years of yes. ridiculous laws, yep. we finally get to have homebrew at festivals again. Yes. The day before ours, I think, or the day it's of. It's actually August 29th. We Never thought mind. it was going to be two days before, right. but it's August 29th. Is when the law goes into effect. Yep. Yes. Right. Yeah. Still. Because... Uh, great Nebraska Beer Bash is, is was it this weekend, the 24th? I, I think, think so. so. That's yeah. this weekend, and they can't pour there. Yeah. But uh-huh. A week later, they could. They could, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, we're really excited for them. They were yeah. they were part of uh, the, the event from the beginning, um, and it just so happened that this passed. Yeah, we weren't even expecting that. So we had to figure out how we could incor- incorporate that, and so they're doing the ceremonial keg as well. And they're going to do a Marzen style? Yep. Yes. Awesome. And then they'll also do a home brewing demonstration throughout the event and then sampling at intervals. Do you guys know who from Lincoln Loggers collabed with it or who brewed it? or? Doug Finke. Oh, t- Doug <laughs> does great beer. <laughs> Doug. Yep. He was excited. He, he was really excited. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who will do the um, beers for sample, but right. yeah. that's he's He's the one who brewed too. the Marzen. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and so the the ceremonial keg will be tapped at twelve thirty. The doors open at twelve. Free to all the first. Yeah, first come, first serve, as drink free as long as it's out. Yep. Or until it's out. Yeah, and then they'll be doing their home brewing demonstration. Hopefully, getting people interested, more interested in home brewing. If they are already are, they want to recruit people. You know, get more people on board. Yeah, if you ever want to know how to brew your own beer at home. Make your own wine or really any kind of ginger ale. Yeah. Root beer. Adult drink. Just about anything, yeah. yeah. These guys, it's your it's your local experts, man, that do yeah. these do this in their in their houses and sometimes businesses and just come together. Yeah. And talk about awesome. it and, yeah. and make it happen. So they're really you know, for, for a lot of people that are going to these breweries and stuff, you know, they're a really cool kept secret of Lincoln and that a lot of people didn't know Lincoln Loggers were around still and that are coming into this in Lincoln and it's like a lot of the guys that are making what you're drinking were or still are Lincoln Lagers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have a business around it so it's uh, if you ever wonder where a lot of these ideas start they're great. Um, we have the uh, Hop Growers Association they're kind of one they're one of our big partners in this whole thing and, and really helping make us um, allowed to serve um, and so it's going to be a good event. Do they have a demonstration or do they have a booth or anything like that? They have a booth, and they're going to do a... Gonna, I thought they were going to do, like, tying yeah. hops to yeah. to lines or something yeah. like that, right? Just kind of show, show you how that works. And yeah. I don't know if they're making a con- contest out of it yeah, or I'm just kind sure of yet. a who, who can tie the quickest or the most. I'm not exactly sure, but they'll have a demonstration there as well. And, and the uh, Nebraska Brewers Guild is going to be yes. there. That's right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And hopefully next year, um, you know, if this if this works out, then we'll have even more involved. Yeah. You know, we want it to be of tradition as much as possible, but also really support the local guys too, because mm-hmm. that's what's our th- Oktoberfest is about community, mm-hmm. um, and so that's what ours is about, and that's what our magazine's about, and that's what our uh, uh, ad companies. I mean, it's all about uh, making our community better. And we wouldn't have been able to do it without them either. Not We've, at all. Mm-mm. It's incredible how when we start talking about it and asking people to come to meetings things just happen you know and we've been networking for what six years or something but it's amazing how 
this has been able to work because of everyone in our community. And we have to give credit to, to I mean, w the three of us are spearheading this, but uh, Ralph Allen has been a... Yeah, a, 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 yeah we kind of have a committee, huge, so to speak, but just now, huge you know, help. it's He's all been a of us huge figuring help, it out. Especially on the beer end of things. We just went in. Here's how this started. We should just do what Omaha does in Lincoln. <laughs> That's how that started. Man, come on, we man. Know, we Capital know people City, that make beer. Beer plus event equals people coming in. And right. That's that's that's, that's all it was. It was beer it was plus event equals people coming. Ill thought, mm -hmm. but Ralph uh, really hel helped us on the beer beer end of things, the rules and how to net navigate all that. Gwen Evans has been a huge source as, as, as well. Um, Eric Baum from Moran's yes. and Travis. And Travis, yes. those two guys really. Those guys they really set us helped up us. With the city, the right people there. <laughs> navigating start talking it. about Farmer how that's guys. gonna work. Right. Yeah. So in, in all reality, if you want to do your own event, I'm not going to say don't. No people. But yeah, no people because it's, uh, it's not just filling out an application, sending it through. You're going to have every different look at it that you have to do, every measurement, every diagram, every uh, how we're wording things. <laughs> but also every every <clears throat> relationship you've ever had in your past. It We've, we've got incredibly lucky that... Annie works at at Union Bank and just in the bank bank world. First of all, she's able to navigate the financial and the insurance and and into that where nobody else mm -hmm. understands it. Gotta um, have that. But but you know she has con connections with uh, who's it? Stala ser Services. Mm -hmm. that, that that's where we got the bathroom tra trailers and the fencing and all these people. Yes, and then Mitch uh, Mitch in his and in his entertainment. Uh, bat background got us connected with the screen from uh, was was the name uh, Inspiremedia Inspiremedia yeah Inspiremedia and and the bands and you just have to have connections and it helps tremendously otherwise it, it first of all it saves us money because they're willing to do a spon sponsorship or go yeah no this is a great thing or you know because they know you you're gonna help a friend friend sure. out more more so and the bigger we get and the more we do the more we want to help them too exactly vice versa, so want to give them yeah. shout, shout shout outs and hopefully they come back next year and we can all kind of grow together and it's uh it's really we're hoping that it becomes a city celebration not just a random event we really want it to be about Lincoln and uh you know they've done some similar events over the years um you know one of the latest to go that hopefully comes back was capital city rib fest it was 24 years um and it just couldn't hang on and, and hopefully you know that comes back but more of these things need to happen i think in our community that would just bring us together and and it doesn't have to necessarily be about alcohol but it's just it's nice when things happen like this and so we're hoping to put our stamp on that tradition that we're kind of following suit is giving this a shot and everybody that has made this happen is is of like-minded um yeah. areas because we're not gonna want to do anything with you if you're not about the event and every single person is spirited about this whole thing and man yeah and we also i mean and have to give a huge thank you to to Becky and the Gateway Mall. Gateway's been great. They came in, um, you know, there's not much of a story behind it, but, you know, where we first originally were going to have it, just it didn't end up working out. And it could have for the first year, really, if if, if we just couldn't uh, relocate possibly. And uh, 
and they expressed interest earlier um, in the year, later last year. I can't remember. And, and you know, they said, "Well, why don't you do it here?" And it was like, "Well, I didn't know it was an option." Mm-hmm. They said, "Okay, well, maybe next year." So it's like, "All right, we'll keep the conversations open." And then when this change happened, it was, "Hey, do you want to <laughs> host it a little earlier?" We need a space. Love you. <laughs> well, it originally. And it room. Yes. yes. Even it, better, and it's on private property. It originally right. started that we wanted to use them as the backup lo- location in case it rained, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in case there was a storm, because the, they have cover. Uh, so that kind of was our little in when we had to yeah. switch. And they were, I mean, you know, they're kind of doing this as a first time, too. They've never done anything like this. They've done some events, but they haven't done an actual beer event in this scale. And so really what made it happen um wasn't just because they were curious but it was it was a lot of the work was annie fidel just hoofed it with the city and it was like all right first going into it how do we do it with the city and then once the location was possibly changing it was like can we even do that this this close to the date because a lot of the stuff was filed months before that not all of it but there was we you know we made sure every damn dot was there and you know and, and went back over it and so it's like is this possible so once they were able to figure that language out, and it's still, even today, we're not 100% complete on some things, but, um, and the city said, yeah, you know, we can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gateway was like, yeah, then fine, because we don't have to do hardly any work. You guys just bring it here, yeah. and we okay it. Um, I mean, there was more to it than that, but it was basically so much homework was already done that they don't have to worry about all that stuff and, and navigating it. Yeah, we just had to point everything from the first location to the mall. That's yeah, all it was. That's really what it was. And they even, you know, Fidel and I had met with them, uh, with Becky. Um, once they said we're interested, it was like, okay, how are we going to do this? You know, and at first she, she even said it, but it was really, um, I think when her bosses, that upper tier, some of the, I guess, the, the property owners, um, and those they needed to also agree you know becky's on board if it was up to her 100 percent, it would have been a done deal but she doesn't run the mall uh she's known the mall and then affects that too so she has to go up to that upper tier and even they agreed it was just like dude you guys did your homework like we just have some questions they they had some critiques and then things that they required us to do just because we're using their facilities and not a problem i mean and then if there was something you know they allowed us to to explain why we're doing the things the way we're doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes when you have alcohol involved, it can be a sketchy, slippery slope. You know, not everybody's comfortable. It, even something as simple as just a beer tasting, sometimes you have to go through hurdles to make happen. It's not just easy to do. Um, but they allowed us, if they had a question, they're like, ah, I don't know. It's like, we explain to them, here's what's going on we had a ver- we have a very clear vision of what we want this to be and, yeah and uh we're not willing to compromise the spirit of it because um, we believe in what we want to it has a very solid ba- backbone small de- details where we're willing to work with you but you know it's going to be a family friendly event so kids kids under 10 come in free um and so we have activities for them and and um, water and yeah, we, Food, we, yeah, we have non-alcoholic drinks as well. So if you just if you don't want to drink or you know what whatever, and you still want to hang hang out with your Some family or food. friends, you're welcome too. So we're trying to make it as inclusive as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. all family. It's all ages. It's you know, um, and and that's furthering the story of the community aspect. It needed to be required that it was all ages and the whole family could come. Otherwise, there wasn't a point in doing it. At least for us, you know. 
<clears throat> there's a lot of stuff that so many people have families now um, that that we've worked with, and and it just makes sense. And and when you can't well, bring you, your family to something, if it's, you look at places like Co- Cosmic Eye, mm-hmm. Co- they're perfect all about, example. They're all about that. Mm-hmm. They have so. craft nights. They have game nights. They have role playing game nights. They have. Bring your family. It's Sunday we have kids events. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. a family-owned business, too. Yeah. They all, you know, Olive is in there running the yeah. kids' She's crafts. in there doing the kids on She's Sundays. She's a little entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I I think the problem is that when beer is involved, people think it's just going to be a drunk fest. Yeah. And oh, yeah. somebody will. Somebody will get out yeah. of hand. Somebody will overdrink yeah. and they, you know, yeah. will we'll get caught. You know, it sneaks up on you. It's done it to, to all of us. But... No, this is just kind of a just just a celebration, and and we hope as a community event, people also donate um, ideas and and maybe they have some extra decorations or something within their family. They're like I don't know what to do with this, but they do this really cool Oktoberfest every year that this would work for stuff like that. We want to make it about the community. So a lot of you know we say we wanted to do one of these, but we didn't understand how much work would go into it and a lot of what we learned is from a lot of the people who've been doing this the longest and uh it doesn't succeed so you have to have community you know otherwise it's just going to fall flat this is going to be the first and only year um and as long as they're involved and a part of it too the support will never end uh not just attending so are we going to be wearing the full leader hosen Outfit there, Mitch. Jury's still out. We'll have to see. If I feel like you would uh, got the beer gut. Yeah, you'd look good in it. We're 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 looking into that. Yeah, getting yeah. Mitch. Dressed. I <laughs> feel like we should. <laughs> I think like, we do. We're, we're hosting the event. We should be fully. Dressed. We have to make sure everything's paid for and the budget can we're support. We're basically going to be just going to wear gym so shorts and like a, a tank top and a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I'm going to paint it on me. Oh god! I'm just gonna paint the leader hosen. Is that gonna be an activity? You can paint Fidel. Do you have vomit buckets (laughs) around here? Paint, paint Fidel, everybody. Paint the naked man. (laughs) And it's Alex doing the voiceover. There's just paint Fidel, everybody. (laughs) It's fine. Twenty-five cents a stroke. I'll be duct taped. It'll be fine. We'll have all the bills. I said it. I, I went. Yeah. It's fine. What yeah. are we drinking by? By the way, I think we. Missed. Okay, so yeah, yeah we, we've, we're up. we're past here. We we've been we've been talking. Oh, we yeah, we're too deep. Not, not talking beers here. So, um, some Mitch is just finishing it right now. But this mm-hmm. this was also from Iowa Dave. This is at a Confluence Brewing. Mm. It's uh, a Russian Imperial mm-hmm. Stout called uh, Stavropol. It uh, it's named for Des Moines' sister city. Oh, and that's where um, Confluence Brewing is out of Des Moines, uh, Iowa. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Dave. Nice. It was a very that was very very good. nice. That was just good. just a straight Russian Imperial Stout, nine point seven percent. It was a sixteen ounce can. Yeah, uh, buddy. We went through that pretty quick. I mean, I'm not trying to be nice, but so far I haven't had a bad beer. All of them no, hit the points good. that I would have thought. And a couple surprise the the sour that we had a little bit ago that a little bit was more surprising because it smelled more like a homebrew in my opinion. Just some, Thought so. Yeah, it just Jelly? smelled that way, and then it, it tasted good. amazing. It smelled yeah. good. Yeah, the little can. The tart, oh, the, the little one. Tart. The sour. I think. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Really good. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they have good taste. And uh, now, so this we we jumped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, 
A 12.8 percent. Yeah. Uh, 32 Whoops. ounce crowler from Turning Point Beer in. Someone's I think it's going to jail. <laughs> oh. I think it's uh, Bedford, Texas. It's called the Gem. This is a pastry stout. I'm not 100 percent sure. The interview has reached a new level. Yeah. 12.8. That's what Jay should have done for the crap crafty gamer when we got because rid- there's a clear uh, point where we just get ridiculous because we're drunk and have stopped caring. I don't about know what anything. you're talking about. There should have been <laughs> a, a sound like a level up sound to <laughs> to signify that we've reached a new level. Yeah. So this is a a uh, imperial stout that was brewed with cookies and cream flavored coffee beans. I believe that. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's actually a collab between Turning Point Beer um, in Texas and Casa Agria Specialty Ales out of California. Don't you love that? There's all these collaborations. This is the Turning Point in our conversation? Is it? See what I did there? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for turning away from <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> no, I, a, lot, a lot of the beers that we drink are collabs. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I uh, so I uh, I have a graphic design ba- background and uh, um. Maybe I've been unlucky, but I always found that you know collaborations just just such. Uh, I was I was surprised to know that 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 craft craft breweries are so supportive of each other and mm-hmm. and uh, you know because because in I know in graphic design coming coming up it you know people get snidey and they get you know kind of you know yeah you ain't that good whatever and they don't want to ad- admit because it's an artistic thing you know it's like I did so well didn't I and, but uh, craft beer is not that at all they are so supportive and helpful and yeah um, plowshare when we, we said that name earlier they're not around anymore sadly but they it took forever to open and they were struggling and ziplines guys came through and helped them finish the brewery and as far as I understand the story it was just like yeah let's get you guys open Hmm. It's great. I mean, not that they're. I, I technically, I guess they're technically competition, but it's not. I mean, everybody yeah. knows each other. Everybody's. I mean, if you're drinking at, <laughs> if you're drinking at Zipline, you're not drinking at Co- Cosmic Eye. That's right. fine, but nobody, unless you live in the na- neighborhood. Yeah. You're, you're not really just. At least I don't know that. That's my experience. I'm not committed to one. No. S- one specific thing. I view the breweries all as one kind of organism. And this day I feel like this. And this day I feel like going, oh, going yeah. over there or saying hi to You see people whoever. there too. Yeah. You they, see other brewers. Yeah. Everybody's breweries. You know. Oh yeah. Like, I sit there. You know, I pour beer at Cosmic Eye, and Keith from from White Elm will, will stop in, or you know, uh, uh, Mike will come in from Zipline and. And, and grab a pint or something like that, and and I try to drink at every single brewery in town, so <laughs> just support them all. <laughs> that was the same at White Elm. They would always come in. Yeah, everybody supports one another for the most part. That Matt from Coast. At a certain point, you have to drink somebody else's beer. You can't just drink your own beer all the time. Yeah, you only get better. Yeah. Just because you know what you like and what your mission is for your palate, you know. And the atmospheres are different, too. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, yeah, I feel like for sure. Different. Yeah, like this Saturday, uh, White Elm, I was out there, rum, rum barrel age, Champarado release. <laughs> Did I say Champarado? Yeah. I was like Champarado. I, thought it was I don't know. Champarado. Try to avoid big words. The, the fir- so the non-barrel age is called Champ. <coughs> the other one's Champarado. Mm. 
but uh, are they distributing limited numbers at all, or is it just no, there? That's brewery only. only the there might still be some left if you go there. <sighs> and I definitely know it's on We still have apple oh, brandy, geez, whatever the last two years. Those are those have become kind of currency with us, mm-hmm. where we won't like. Yeah. If you're a good friend, are you that good of a friend that we're gonna open? <laughs> we're gonna one open these? up barrel aged cranberry. I'm not. That's <laughs> how Josh is. <sighs> he would. You know what he did recently? We had a. Uh, a little get together, and he brought a beer for each person that reminded oh, yeah. him of oh, them. Oh yeah, such a good idea. Aw, what did you get, Josh? Um, there's a beer. Was it JW Lee's or JR Lee's? I can't remember. Uh, Harvest um, Ale. Yeah. Uh, so we had that. It was uh, it was just a couple of us, and it changed our lives several years ago. It was like 2014, mm-hmm. and it was like where you know, I I don't I think I got it at the still. Yeah, they ca- I think they carry that still or an in street. They do. Yeah, and it just was just sweet, almost kind of like a scotch in a way. And it just I don't know. It was amazing. And then we were freaking out about it so much. Josh ended up call. I think it was Josh ended up calling the brewery in England. They're from England. For real? Yeah. Like we're gonna get more of this. I mean, he was also oh really God. drunk. But yeah, he'll tell you that story because like we were freaking out. We thought it, we just found <laughs> diamonds or something. You know. That's so. I was uh, last last July went to K- Connecticut just to hang out with some other guys that do a podcast that I know and just drink beer in the Northeast and nice. and we came across a, a little beer bar that had bottles for sale and there was a J W Lee's Harvest Ale that was 11 years old. Wow! wow. <laughs> the amount of raisins and toffee <laughs> in that liquid was it's uh, like motor oil. It's like it thick so, by that point. It was so good. Yeah, barrel aged like old ale barley wine style. Just it was amazing. That's cool. Josh has like beer, like somebody has fine cigars or like a yeah. Scotch collection. He's the guy that goes to the event on the other side of this damn country for the one day during the one festival. You can get the one bottle of beer. Yep. And I can't knock his hustle. I mean, he gets the best beer in the world because he's doing. He's willing to do that, and he's obsessed with it, and it. The, well, he loves some it. of the he best beer it. that I've ever had is because of Josh. Mm-hmm. He's he's not a stranger to sharing. He wants people to. He knows a lot of the stuff that he gets is really hard to find, really rare, and so he, he's all about like, let me bring a can. We're all well, you know, doing a bottle share. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I, I share with Josh probably once a week. You know, the dude's serious when he has his own. What was it called? The whale. The, the whale slayer. The whale slayer. This is bottle opener. Yeah. The whale slayer, and it's a hand-tooled, metal-worked mm. bottle opener in a leather sheath. Maybe it's not leather, but in its own. Yeah, yeah. It cuts the wax, and then that's has right. a bottle opener on the other side. That's huh. right. They're hard to get. I guess they're yeah. like they're very hard to get. They're so he doesn't make a lot of them, and so there's like a waiting list. I don't, I don't know, but the dude is it's serious. A, it's a weapon. You bring that out, and you're like, "Where, you know, what Viking vessel did you take that off of?" Weapon, that's <laughs> yeah, his yeah, weapon. yeah. It's it's very sharp. <laughs> we always have a we have a cork on the end of it because it's so sharp. Uh-huh. What's the strongest beer you've ever drank? Drunk, drank, drank, consumed. Well, probably like a twenty two, twenty three percent beer, maybe. Yep. There's some um, from what is it, Brew Dog? Maybe that. Uh, they have like a 40 and a 60 percenter. Sam Adams has their Utopias. Oh, I have a bottle of that. The Utopia? Yeah, Utopia from 2017. Yeah. Best beer that I ever... Well, I would say it's probably the best beer. One of the best beers I've ever had in my life. It just tastes like brandy. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's a still beer. It's not carbonated. Right. So you can open it and then put the cap back on it, and you can just keep it on the shelf so like, like you can. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like 40%. Uh, it's like 28, 29. Well, which one? You said 2017? Yeah. Mine would have been 2014 or 15, maybe. It wasn't mine. It's some, another gentleman who's a crazy beer aficionado has. So what's the 40 and 60? Those were, I've I've only seen them. I've never actually tasted them before. I I imagine that they taste terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Is one of them called Snake Venom? That's the I think that's the world's that's strongest the beer. One, yeah. It's like seventy six. As of when we last looked it up. We have a machine here. Can that power can your car off of it. Could tell me these things. I mean that just doesn't even seem like beer. It seems like it's like the uh the blazing sauce and Buffalo Wild Wings. It it exists just to be at that level. It's just not a feeling. It's not good. It's just yeah. So you can go, Hey, I had the blazing. Good for you. How's that feel? Have your messy mouth on a TV screen. Celebrated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's always a picture and they look like just ways like, yeah, I did it. And then it's just them suffering. Yeah. And then that's on a PowerPoint loop of like people that took the challenge. Speaking of that. Even if you win the challenge, you fail. You're wearing a Nathan shirt. Have you ever been there live versus seeing on TV? I got the shirt because I competed when they were here. Did you really? Yeah. How was yeah. that? It's disgusting. Did you drink water and, and I can't slam stand it down? Watching those competitions. Yeah, That's so a rough thing to watch. Which ones? Sixty-five percent hot dog eating champions. Strongest beer in the world. Sixty-five. Who makes it? Yeah, uh, Brewmeister. It's Scotland Scottish Brewery Brewmeister. So it's whiskey. It's, it's a snake. It's a snake venom. It's yep, sixty-five percent ABV. Hmm. Yuck! It's like battery <laughs> acid. Yuck! Yeah, that's right. yeah but no. Uh, <laughs> that's what the Mayans would feed you before they cut your heart out. <laughs> what, yeah. Was that like 2015? Maybe 20. Yeah, I think it was in 2015 when uh, uh, Nathan's famous had a regional event here, like over at Piedmont uh, Shops. Yeah, that's right. Actually. Yeah. So I had some friends that like tagged me in it, just like jokingly, and I was like. I like to eat hot dogs, <laughs> so I I uh, sent, put in a, an application to do it, and they called and they asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, "Yeah." What's the application like besides your name and address? Do you have to sign off that you're cool with like, dying from overeating? <laughs> yeah, I think there was a. Why was Why do you think you'd be a good Nathan's hot dog? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a weird interview question. They, they did say that, and so it's like, on like that. before that, like. You know, that was like when Man versus Food was like with yeah. Adam Richman and that yeah. was really awesome. That and makes I, me hate America. <laughs> I just thought it was a fun, <laughs> fun show, and I liked the places that they that he went to and that. I sure. just thought, like, let me go try it. So, like, for my birthday, for like three years straight, like, I, we would go to a place that he did that, and I would try to eat whatever he ate. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So I tried to do food challenges there for a little while, just once a year. Since I didn't practice. I didn't, well, I didn't really practice like how to go. Stretch to I, me. I never, I mean, I didn't like practice like those guys do, like <laughs> professional eaters. I just like, let's go there. Let me try to eat let's it. try it. Yeah. So I tried, I went to like Kansas City to try to eat this like 10 pound barbecue sandwich Ooh, that they shit. had. And I got like four and a half pounds in. I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst thing was is like the other six pounds of it that uh, they you know wrapped up for me and took home. We actually oh, forgot good. in the hotel. Oh no! 
It's like I just left six pounds of delicious barbecue meat. Wow. In the hotel. Yeah, but how random is that story for the person that finds it? They're <laughs> yeah. like, this person loved barbecue. God damn. <laughs> well, they knew where it came from. They're like, ugh, more barbecue. <laughs> Another attempt. More, un- more unfinished challenges. <laughs> this is all we've become anymore. But uh, so that Nathan's famous, so I, I put it in, and, and uh, then they called, and they're like, the, like, you know, the Nathan's famous, or the, no, it wasn't Nathan's famous, it was the. Major League Eating Championship people. They, oh. call, they called me and were like, will you do a radio interview? I was like, I guess. I got that shit <laughs> So I, I was on like a 96 Kicks with uh, JP and, and uh, Nick and, and Lauren and that. And we talked. And, and JP actually did because there was a like a local celebrity one and then there was a competition one. So mm-hmm. JP was actually one in the local celebrity one and then I was in the other one. I came in fourth. Nice. But the three people that came in first, second, and third were all major league eating professionals. So they like they came from in from how out close of town? were you? Yeah. Like what was the next? Oh, so the guy that won, he ate like twenty four okay. in five minutes, and I ate like nine. Oh, and uh, but that guy, he was just like you see, you know, two of them at a time, like three bites, and then two buns, jelly powder. So the problem was, is it was like June 15th or something like that. It was a 100-degree day, and it was at Piedmont, so it was all on concrete. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The li- it's always the remote, not the player. Mm-hmm. No. Well, <laughs> but they had the buns out the whole day. Oh. The buns were like uh, rock hard because oh. they were so dry sitting in the sun, and the hot dogs were cooked multiple hours before. Did you? But you dunked it in a thing of water, though, right? You do that with the well, buns. You you do that with a bun. You just eat the hot dog. That's how the competitors did. Like I started, like I was like, oh, I'll I put was the gonna hot say, dog how'd you? Yeah, it's like one of those consistency And then things. I then I tried doing dunking it, and I was like, I don't know if I can keep this down. <laughs> so I just I just kept eating hot dogs like in a bun, like I normally would. Yeah. But I got nine down. I bet I'd sign up for one of those competitions and then I'd pull out my magic bullet and then <laughs> You didn't say this weird loophole. Seventy five whatever. If you can dunk bread in but water, yet, you so can blend it. It's just a big loopy straw. Do you, do you like ketchup on your hot dogs? Yes. Yeah. They don't have ketchup there. They had mustard. And I am not a Only mustard. Only mustard. Guy. Only mustard. And I, I, hate I like mustard. mustard. That makes a difference. I like mustard. Yeah. So you had no sauce. No. Like what kind I don't. Of hot, oh. Well, duh, Nathan's hot. Dogs. But there was one guy that he brought hot sauce with him, and he could use his own. And that hot was sauce. allowed. Yeah, well, he was bringing your own hot sauce. Yeah. It's a weird rule. Yeah, it's, it's not wrong. It's just like okay, didn't think I guess they would. You know, some people can eat more food if it's I do. spicy. So if I'll I'll destroy a whole pizza he if there's Tabasco, Tabasco on it. Forget everything. it. It's it's in my body right away. You all ever of seen it. him eat shrimp? He eats yeah. it with oh the yeah, shell on, like it's chips. Tail. Yeah. It's not chips. You eat the tail? Yeah. Yeah. He eats the whole damn thing. He doesn't yep. shell. He eats the whole oh, damn thing. Yep. We were at a buffet, and it's it was like, like what kind of monster are you? And he's I like, I've been doing this my whole life. It's like, satisfied what is monster. <laughs> <laughs> he's my garbage disposal. <laughs> he's the house dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't edible, you wouldn't put it on the plate, would you? Uh, they didn't give me a... Uh, 
shrimp and then a bag of dice, you did don't they? Eat no. The lemon rind. Your mom was so happy growing up. You ate everything she gave you, right? Yeah, she didn't. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> she didn't care. Do you eat like this whole fish off. and bones too? No, bones. That's ridiculous. He's a rapper yeah. and everything. Bad. I will eat the whole apple too, except for the stem. He does. He eats I'll the eat core. the whole apple. I tried to eat Dude, an apple from wrong the bottom once because I heard like <laughs> if you eat it from the bottom, you don't notice that there's a core. Really? That's that's, that's a total lie. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, don't eat it from don't the bottom. No, yeah, that's not. No. <laughs> oh, I heard it on TV one time. How do you eat an Oreo? What do you mean? Oh, um... Dunk it in milk? Yeah, always in in milk, or I'll I'll split it, and then I'll... Yeah, that's one right. You, you split off. it and lick it, and then eat the cookies? I won't lick it, because then the, it's point, pointless, unless it's... I mean, I, I'll scrape it with my teeth, and then... <laughs> and that. If the you, sound you bites you can get from the show <laughs> are magical. <laughs> well, yeah, Mitch keeps track of things if I say. We were on Mitch's like, like he's my personal stenographer. Just going around. I laugh because I take something immediately and appropriately, even if it wasn't at face value. I oh, yeah. in my mind, so it doesn't even make be like there wasn't even a joke. It's like you're no. right, there wasn't. No. It's where I went with it in my own head that you can't no. hear. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Is there more of that? Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit. What do you guys? What do you guys think of this one? This I tasty. Like this. Oh, there's a ton. Left. There's pepper in it. Pepper? Like, you taste don't you taste? No. Yeah, like to the nose. Like it smells like a bomb from Prairie Artisan Ales. Yeah, it kind of does. I think it's just. Or it's like chili. The there's, booze. There's still a fair bit in there. Alcohol. All right. I do like this. It's from Texas. Yeah. Hey, Beckford. This brewery turning point uh, in in Texas is doing some good things. Who donated this one? Um, who is this from? Maybe was it Brad? Maybe I can't remember. Beer Brad. Yeah, it might have been Bedford Brad. Brad, Brad. sent it. Thanks, Bedford me. Brad. Yeah. Beer Bedford Brad. Bradford Bed Beer. I'm trying to think of something way difficult to do with that. Then I can. <laughs> but you know. Something there. Unfortunately, we're not drinking any local beers tonight. Yeah, but what the hell, true. man? None of these beers you can actually get here in That's in a treat Nebraska. to me, though. Uh-huh. So, but we I got glasses. That. Yeah. Local yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, glasses. You've got, you got your Brickway glass. you got your Zipline. Now, that's a Pulpit Rock this one. Pulpit. Yep. And I've got uh, my answer glass. I like that glass. Yeah. I like that, too. What is that That pixelated It's the Sega game. He knows. Oh, um, hold on. But I can't place it. It was great. It was, it was a really cool racing game on Sega. It might have not been original on Sega, but... <sighs> Give me a second. The crafty gamer figure it out. Yeah. Um, and they had it. It was... Uh, and they had it also the arcade version, too, in movie theaters and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, what is it called? Why can't I think I, of it? I just know it's from their 8-bit... Uh, series, so I'm just I'm guessing that you would know it. Huh. But this is from is this is it's called um, Onser Brewing. Um, it's called Beer is the Onser Outrun. Answer. That's what it was uh, from. The game Outrun. Yeah, it's it's Answer, but the guy that owns it, his name is An A N. Uh-huh. So Onser. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah, that's it. It's a different. Characters, it's the same. Yeah, well, I'm sure they would. That there's a licensing issue with <laughs> the Ferrari symbol being. The <laughs> I don't even actually know if that's the actual logo. Where or is not. it from? Where are they out of? The uh, answer's from Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Ooh, favorite brewery concept. 
So like ones that are like built in like an old whatever it is, like a factory or something with a cool story <clears throat> or a cool theme um, or a cool concept, like, um, you know, like, or a story, like, you know, Sam's is, it was the old laser quest. He kept a lot of the, the old charm from mm-hmm. that. And so there's a weird nostalgia thing tied in, but then it's a heavy metal bar, not a heavy, <laughs> me- a heavy metal brewery. And it's just, it's. Yeah, kind of quietly that way, and it's awesome. Everything There's about it's great. Cross stitch on the wall. I yeah, that. I don't know if I have a favorite. I just love that everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like like you ever been to Cross Train? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that mural Super cool. is freaking sweet. The lights. I follow that. Their their hop lights. Yeah. that they have yeah. are amazing. They said it took like hours for each one because they had to do them. Leaf by leaf. Yeah, and then then their other lights are like uh, those big uh, um, wire spools upside down with the lights coming out of those. Sure. Those are amazing. Yeah. And then you know, uh, zipline beer hall. Mm-hmm. I just Picnic love style. Yeah, family I, style. I love that. And now that we have that at Cosmic Eye, that same kind of community yeah. seating. Um, sit down next to your neighbor and talk. There's mm-hmm. no TVs on there. Um, I love that. Yeah. Boiler that we're actually in an old boiler room. Yeah. Is is really cool. They kept a door. Yeah. From that on this was on that wall, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's really neat. I mean everybody has such such you know, there's there's such character and the story behind each place that that we're at. I mean mm-hmm. you know, the zipline tap room which I never you know, it's on the other side of town for me and I never really go anymore because beer hall's there but their their brewery and their tap room is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I mean it's and then you got fifty one sixty eight, which is a brewery, but it's also like the sports bar kind of uh, right. feel. So yeah. I mean, depending on what you want, you can go find it. It's uh, true. In in Elm now, like every release, mm-hmm. he's doing music in the in the brewery yeah. now, and that's really cool. They've got a lot of food coming yeah, in. Yeah, they've got food trucks there. Like, it seems like every single day they have Almost. food trucks. It's mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, and yeah. then the farmer's market. Oh, yeah, tu- the Tuesday markets that, yep. they, that they're doing out there. That's mm-hmm. really cool. I mean, you know, we the, the underlying thing about this whole podcast has been community. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons that we started Fridge Guys Podcast is because every person I meet is good, great people in this community. And we just need to we just need to get get that out there to the public more. I mean, we have so many craft breweries in this town, but the amount of people that drink craft beer is 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 not. I mean, it's the majority of people that don't drink it. Right. Right. So, and events like what you guys are going to be putting on is going to be highlighting those craft brewers and. The the craft brewers guild, the hop uh-huh. association, yeah. the Lincoln Loggers, everybody that you guys have involved with it. Yeah, yep. that's that was really also the the driving force behind the magazine was to uh, hi- highlight and and uh, just kind of put on on blast all these things that you don't know mm-hmm. that are going on in your community. And I know you know. It, it can be a kind, kind of a daunting step to get into craft beer. I know mm-hmm. when I f- moved to Lincoln in 2005, I was working at, at a restaurant. And so after work, we'd all go out someplace and drink. 
and I don't know where we went, but they had we went to some some no name bar somewhere on O Street. It wasn't even downtown. It was on the way, and uh, were you uh, at Harry's Wonder Bar? I <laughs> I, I, yeah. I had just moved to Lincoln, so I was just following people and. Uh, there was Empyrean, and then I had the. I think what it was. I think I got the Burning Sky, mm-hmm. Scottish Ale, and because that's a dark one, isn't it? Or the Third Stone Brown. Third Stone Brown. Third Stone Brown. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, sounds like a it was Allman Brothers song. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was black, and I'd never. I'd seen Guinness, but but you know Guinness seemed to be like its own like thing in its own universe. Guinness is black; it's fine, it's whatever. But you know, just another beer that's just black, it's just funny. loose. Guinness the, is like the lightest beer you've ever drank. Too. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the thing. So it wasn't a few year, a years years ago that because I always drank Rolling Rock and Guinness because I was a, a classy prick, and <laughs> and then we'll I just kind of yeah. stopped. Not for any reason. It's just that there's other beers that I want to try. There's more beers I haven't tried. Than I have and Guinness I have so I'm not I'm not that into it right now, and I went to Moran's this was maybe two three years ago and then they had a like 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 a Guinness tapping for some reason they had a bunch of the whatevers and I tried Guinness and it tasted like nothing to me it yeah. tasted so light and I was kind of made me sad after like, your mm-hmm. palate's changed it was so much. when you drink a beer like this it's oh no this almost is thirteen percent forget about it I Guinness. like that excuse like I just drank beer to get drunk I'm like oh, I got a couple. That will oh. get you in no yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that about Empyrean, too, because that was how, is it Rick, the head brewer there? Um, when they first started out, it was they just called them by the colors. So, yeah, black, gold, gold, black, yeah. brown, so that people would relate and they knew, like, it wasn't sure. so intimidating. And that's how that's got more people <laughs> into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to those guys over 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Nebraska's oldest that's the thing. Brewery. You just need to get the hook in. I mean, there's levels to it, and it it can be daunting when you don't when you see a black yes. beer, and then all of a sudden, I know at the tap tap room, th- that's a different crowd. Those those are people that are trying thing things out, and they go, "Oh, there's a bar in here." And then so mm-hmm. I talk to them about beer, and they're like, ah, "I don't know if I like that. That's kind of <laughs> weird." And I go, "Well, just try this," and, and then they'll be ple- pleasantly surprised. They'll be like, "Ah, I don't like the," and it's too bitter. It's too hoppy. Whatever. It's fine and fair. Uh, but if you get them in, if you get them in on something, on one, then then you've got their toes on that perch. Mm-hmm. And then they'll take that step, and then slowly it'll expand into all this other stuff. And next thing you know, they're trying everything. That was one of my favorite things at, sorry, no, at White Elm, is people would come in, and they didn't know what to drink. And I'd be like, well, okay, what do you like? Yep. And they they say what they like. Well, you would really like the L.A.K. Common or the the Rollo, and then that would get them in just a little bit to get them Kolsch trying or something. something. It is new. kind of fun to play matchmaker on for so long. Mm-hmm. The Rollo's back, is but it? I know the LNK comment yeah. I miss. I'd go through phases. I saw it. Uh, they just tapped Raspberry Smash today. Did they? Oh, yeah. Mm. They're big, like fruited uh, sour ale. Yeah, they've been doing good with those. I think. Yeah, Fidel has a really interesting etiquette story. With how to drink beer, certain beer. <laughs> I was gonna say this. And yeah. Dustin, if bring this up earlier. Dustin was here, you'd totally bring it up. About oh, Fidel's experience. This, was this when we first started? Yeah, and so I wasn't a part of that. I, so or, I mean, I was a part of the first starting, but there. that was—I thought it was before you joined the magazine when you experienced that Bourbon County thing. Oh, oh, when I just slammed it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, that was no. We were all there. We were doing a meeting. Josh, yeah. That was, I think, our first or second meeting uh, for the magazine ever. And uh, 
Um, one reason why Dustin brought me on beyond my design experience was because I would be a counterbalance to Josh because Josh is a beer snob, and uh, <laughs> um, and and so that's so so I would kind of be Fidel the I, I would kind no well, Fidel did not, not give a shit. It's not that. It's not that I'm just freaking trashing the China store. It's just that I'm just you know I'm like okay whatever it's fine. It's just I have it in perspective. Yeah. And so he's used to crushing rolling rocks. So oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, when I went back to that and it tasted like nothing. That's oh, that, that I've no, improved. So nothing. Oh, that broke. My I've heart. leveled up. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So uh, uh, Josh brought in a Bourbon County and to share with everyone and blah blah. I was gonna blah. say catch him up on what that is and why this is a story. Well, it's this is a, a barrel aged, you know, special the, release. Yeah. The barrel aged, like the most sought after barrel aged stout ever. It's only released on Black Friday, and right. it's widely known as like one of the best barrel aged stouts in the world. Right. So he fills up my glass, and I'm sitting next to him, and I just slam it. I just. I think he had the bottle. I just chugged <laughs> out of the bottle. Did yeah. Oh, I that was how did. I heard the story. What the fuck did you do it? I wasn't there. Here's how little I thought about that. I don't remember exactly the details. I'm sure it's the trauma is within Josh, but I, I, I know what I he's think. A, it, I think it was night. the bottle, and well, I just I, I just it slammed it. And, it, and, and that was like in 14. Yeah, I mean, it was 14. Those were super rare then. Like yeah, he was appalled. Once, those were not distributed but, easily. Once Goose Island was bought by Anheuser Burst, which was like 15. They still have them on the shelves. Now they're widely <laughs> available, pretty much. Yeah, you can still find yeah. them these today, and they were out on Black Friday. Yeah. But well, before then. <laughs> well, here's here here's how much of a dunce I am, and 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 not even that. I just don't come from that world. Um, I know better now. Yeah, we but keep them in a cage usually so during the day. Yeah. We only let Fidel out every now and then. That's fine. On a full moon. <laughs> Dustin told me during our first meeting that, oh, yeah, we're just going to go over some stuff and we're going to share beer. So I'm like, okay, we're going to sh- Rolling sh- Rock. Share beer. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> I brought a case of Rolling Rock because it's I'm in, I'm, in co- I'm in college mode thinking we just all bring beer and then yeah, we man. just are all sharing amongst them. They all have these like. Rough week, drink some Rolling Rock. Did you guys bring the bomb? These, <laughs> these fancy the labeled apples, one beer at a time individual. I'm like, what is this? How you. What? How are you going to have a How bottle? How am this? I going to drink this if you only got one bottle? Because yeah. they they're all. Glasses. Just, like we've been doing here. Yeah. Like how you no. share any other type of drink. Classy, civilized. Then. I didn't know, and I and I'm going there. Oh well, thanks, Dustin, because you didn't. You just said sharing beer, and I there. I didn't know there were stipulations to this, dummy. I was like, so cheers. I, so I look like an asshole, and I'm like, I'm like, whatever. It is what it is. Hey, but we can go out to the pool. I got some Natterdays. Yeah, if you wanna. I've never had that, but I hear it's, it's where it gets wild. Begrudgingly okay. It's like an above ground pool. No, I have a bowling <laughs> ground pool. Oh, is that a bitch? No. Take care of? No, it's really easy. No. I always like, was under the impression it's a hell of a process to keep one. No. Like a boat. Super easy. Boats are harder. I had a boat one time. That sucked. I had a pond one time. That's really hard. It's really? Worse yeah. than an in-ground pool. Yeah. The whole pond is way worse than an in-ground pool. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of that algae and shit like that, yeah. too. Yeah. And you don't have, like, things just pissing and shitting in it all the time like you do a pond. Like, we try to keep that to a minimum in the pool. Mm-hmm. It's only for you. <laughs> That's why you got it. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. His floaties on. <laughs> Dropping the kids off. Why did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> yeah, so. 
So, but anyways, that was our when when Josh came yes, in and did like you. the special beer thing. I know Annie's yeah. like like itching to get to the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was county. our. But yeah. anyway, Fidel learned a hard lesson that, that was day. My, no, I did. I didn't learn anything. Um, <laughs> that was like a fifteen percent. I didn't. I'll then. do it again. I don't so care. So when Mitch had us all over and Josh brought beers to reflect our personalities, he brought a two thousand fourteen Bourbon County because uh, I'm a savage. Because <laughs> it was a trigger for Josh. You could see him just like, I remember this trying to get over In it. In memorium of the yeah. beer that he chugged. Yeah, those were the, the, <laughs> the 12 ago. ounce bottles then, too. So I'll tell you what, and it's amazing. I didn't, I've always claimed to be the least educated in craft beer amongst our group. I'm, I'm just a designer. I got to make it look good. That's all. You give me the information, you write it, you need to know the knowledge. I put it together, and that's the end of that. I deal with the printers. But um, just how much information you passively pick up. I remember being being able to talk on certain subjects or talk talking with people that weren't at all in craft beer, and I knew w- the the breweries. I'm like, how do you know who's in Lincoln and who's in Omaha? What the <laughs> Scratch Towns in what? <laughs> so confusing. Where? Why? But now you just you start learning all this stuff, and it's and it's amazing just through diffusion, and it's and it's yeah. great. It's and there's like 50 breweries in Nebraska now. Yeah, it was like it was, it was like thirty three. Thir- I was gonna say yeah, thirty one. No. It's the long last ago. number I had. No, in my head. there's like fifty breweries in Nebraska now. That's I think nuts. there's sixty licenses, we went to, but I think there's only like fifty that are open. Yeah. On our way back from uh, O'Neill, we, we we hit up Highway Four Fourteen Brewery. Now, in all fairness, there was a rib fest going on at the same time. Yeah. <coughs> but rhythm and ribs. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think we got the the full experience, but it was really cool to see. This in is right Albion, here. Yeah, yeah, we would they stop good for beer. coffee on our good way beer. to O'Neill every year. It's damn good. What's yeah. weird is now we have this. I have this thing where when I go to some, like an event, <clears throat> someone's house. Everybody's like, "Yeah, hey, man, I want to be here." Oh, but Mitch is here. Like, you know, hold on, we just got Bush Light. I say, like, "You assholes, just give me a beer." Like, I'm not, I'm not a dick. You know, I enjoy I locally made products. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not judging you. I don't. I could. I. I don't care what beer you have in your fridge. You enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. I appreciate drink. it. If you want me, if you want to share a free drink, great. Like I'm not gonna like. Oh, what's this? You know, drink, drink what you like. Just enjoy your yeah. But also, those people out there need to know, like, the world of flavor mm-hmm. that is right down the street from you. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the made th- there. The the thing that appeals the most to me, and and it's why I I kind of latched onto craft beer the way I did was just the the culture behind it and the ethics behind it biz- business wise it's that independent spirit where if if it were up to the big breweries you wouldn't we wouldn't have any of what we're drinking mm-hmm. right now they play it safe they play it pop- popular it's the beer is a vehicle to make money it's a it's, it's yeah. just what they use to to profit and if they can give you a little bit less and make a little bit more off or of make it, it cheaper they'll do yeah. it and this i mean this is as I use as an example before, where 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 Colby from White White Elm, he buys the you know the vanilla beans and is in the back splitting them by hand and putting Zesting them in lemons by hand. All this stuff that no, that is pounds cost inefficient if you're mechanizing your operation, but it's a labor of love. And it's and it's and I and I despise the corporate business pra- practices of just smothering. It's not really a free market when you're able to legislate out and bully the small guys like they tried to do with yeah. LB 632 if, yeah. if that's what that was mm-hmm. that I I hate that shit more than anything else and that's why I love I, I love craft craft beer 
is, Inde- is really Inde- that spirit. Independent craft beer. Yeah. 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 Anything sure. small like, like that you're doing, there's no innovation in 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 the large cor- corporate profit operations. No, it's none. And everybody has that story in their town. You know, yeah. they know somebody that makes something better. Mm-hmm. Have a burger from Honest Abe's and then have one from a chain. Oh, God, forget it. I mean, and it, they have that story everywhere. Every every town has a local place. It's like there's a reason that you should be supporting Does these people. Does five guys count? It's not local. It's good. I'm not saying we don't have a crutch. Okay, I'm a Lead Belly over Honest Abe's fan. I do fan, love so. Lead Belly. I, I thought Lead Belly once. was overrated. I've had them once. I used mm. to eat them, like, so I should try them I again. Like every Jones. week. Yeah. Who's the other one? HF Brave? Raspberry Brave. Once again. That's yes. a family that owns a cattle ranch, right? Yeah. I haven't had I haven't been to the new one over on uh, Holdridge yet, but I have been to that Crave that South. Was, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, burned. that was good. Yeah. It's really good. But you know what we were talking about, like <coughs> people that open up craft breweries aren't in it to make millions of dollars. It costs millions of dollars. They they borrow or they put up, you know, collateral to to do what they love to do, but they're not in it to make, you know. No. You, you gotta sell a lot of beer. At That's a labor of love. Five to eight dollars a a beer to make a million dollars, and yeah. So, uh-huh. but yeah. seeing people come together to share exactly. what you're making is what yeah. makes it worth it. Even working at White Elm, and seeing people families gather together and just for that over trying something new and trying yep. something homemade. It's cool to see. Yeah, speaking of, that rum barrel chamfra was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so tasty. You should Ooh. go down and get it. What was your entry? Uh, what was your entry craft brew? Your first one on the craft beer scale. Where you're like, oh, fruly. Here we go. Something's different. Fruly. It's a Belgian strawberry beer. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, it's a little larger. Well, they had bombers or they had little 11.2 ounce or 8 ounce bottles or whatever. Yeah. Are they green bottles? No, they're brown with red. What's the one I'm thinking of that's green that also does raspberry, strawberry, peach? Oh, Lindemans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's different. <coughs> that stuff's good. Yeah, they're good. But, uh, so, okay, let's get back to Oktoberfest. How do we, you said com. Right, so you go to capitalcityoctoberfest.com. It has all the information um, as far as pricing, the menus, whether it be beer or food, um, and 